Welcome to the podcast called Holiday Road, and I'm your host, Scott Wilcox. On this podcast, we're going to explore the world of professional music, but not through the lens of record labels or sold-out amphitheaters. We're going to talk about independent artists, music venues, ground-level industry professionals who make their money the old-fashioned way. Up in the Midwest, you find a great place to go. You pick up a guitar and watch the corn grow. Sitting on the front porch, sipping on a cup of joe, way down on Holiday Road. Today's topic is a topic called Talent Over Title. Now you're probably thinking, well, what the heck is Talent Over Title? In music, usually there are two different types of musicians. Uh, there's that type of musician that um, maybe they, they start from the time they're really young and they get with a band, they play in the garage with a group of guys or a group of girls, or maybe they just start writing music really early or they start playing guitar or, or whatever it is. They get that passion of music lit in them. And then eventually that music transforms into, um, they wanna perform in front of people. Usually the first gig is never paid. <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe you got something for it, but they work usually free gigs for a while until all of a sudden somebody says, hey, you're really good. I'm gonna actually pay you some money to play. Then they get paid a little bit. They do a few more gigs. Eventually, you increase the amount you get paid. You increase the quality of the of the venues that you play. You increase the number of shows that you do a year. And if you're lucky, maybe eventually you start doing it full time. That's a dream for a lot of musicians. But it's a long, hard road, and it takes a long time to get there. You know, it, it's not always dependent on how talented you are. Sometimes there are amazingly talented people that never get to that level. Um, and there's a lot of things in the way that get, you know, keep them from getting there. The other side of the coin is those overnight sensations. I guess I could include myself in one of those things. I, I avoided being a full-time musician for a long time. And then on a fluke, you know, basically a dare from a student, I, I, I gave it a shot. And uh, I luckily got on the Oprah Winfrey show and everything changed for me. I have some other friends of mine that have also had fantastic opportunities and um, their career just seemed to start the next night. But then you hit that, that point after a while where everybody forgot that you were on Oprah Winfrey or they forgot that you were on that talent show and next thing you know you have to reinvent yourself all over again but you don't have all those years of experience to know how to do that so it's kind of fumbling through to figure that out and some make it and some don't so what i'm going to do is i'm going to talk to a, a few different artists on both sides of the spectrum um those that uh, you know are the, the diehard in the trenches playing day in day out year after year to build up their clout and their credibility and their music to where they are and then there are those who got a lucky break and uh, they were extremely talented to get that break in the first place but then after the newness wears off and after the fame wears off how did they reinvent themselves how did they figure out where they went from there that's this segment it's called talent over title Locally famous. Well, this is our segment on the Holiday Road podcast called Locally Famous. Um, what we try to do is we have interviews with uh, music professionals and with venues and people in the music business so that we can kind of find out how they got to where they are, um, maybe what are some of the hurdles along the way. Today, we have a fantastic guy with us by the name of Colin Marshall. He's a fantastic musician, plays multiple instruments, great, great attitude. I've known him for a number of years. How are you doing, Colin? Oh, I'm great. Great. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, it's it's been a pleasure. You know, as I you know said before, I've been wanting to do this podcast for a long time. I get to finally talk to my friends and have everybody listen in on the conversation. So um, the first thing I'd like to have you do is maybe kind of tell me a little bit about um, how you got started. I know you've been doing this your whole life, all right? And I know you come from a very musical family. Um, you can talk about that. So how did you f- first find that passion for music? I was, yeah, my both my parents were really musical. My dad was a choir director and a phenomenal bass player. And my mom taught piano lessons and music in various ways as well. And I remember I was, it was always in our household. And I remember growing up and watching my dad's band play. And I remember though, specifically when I decided that I wanted to do music was we had a videotape of Eddie Van Halen's, uh, well, Van Halen's Live Without a Net uh, performance. And I remember seeing that as a kid and that's when it all snapped into place because Eddie looked like he was having so much fun. Right. And his playing was so phenomenal. And that was that was my awakening. It was just like, I need to have this in my life and I need to, Yeah. Like that's why I want to do that. So you got hooked. How long did it take you before you really decided you wanted to try playing out? Well, that's a good question. I was... Gosh, I think I had gotten through a couple years of college and I, I, I think I was at the point where I was just waiting till I was good enough or I felt like I was good enough. Yeah. And obviously I feel like it's probably never gonna happen, but I think I remember finally thinking, you know, now's the time. Actually, when I moved to lacrosse in 2010, I was 23-ish. And that was, I was just like, you know what? I, I just need to try this. And so mm-hmm. I started mostly as a singer-songwriter and trying to put myself out there uh, locally. Sure. And trying to get gigs anywhere, you know, for free or for a couple of bucks and start honing my craft and meeting people in the area. Because I think, I think I also knew I wanted to stay in lacrosse for some time and that helped a little bit too so the first thing i did was i finally invested in some gear because that has always been holding me back was just like well i don't have a pa and so i moved here and got a pa and then it was just like okay now i've committed time to get to work so you started as a solo artist first and then eventually tried bands after that we we did a couple of bands like in high school and uh first so what do you think are you know if you could say in the in the years you've been playing what what is one of the best gigs you've gotten like what's one of the top opportunities you've played for we've had some good ones i (laughs) i will say so i have a bucket list of you know bucket list things one of them was like play in front of a substantial amount of people and i didn't really have a number but we fell into a position in 2012 i was just playing just greasy kid rock in a power trio <laughs> called 300 plus and we we were playing at a local tavern doing full nights for like 10 bucks for the whole night stuff like that where it was definitely a passion project <laughs> but we fell into this position to play for the Oktoberfest, the Maple Leaf Parade. Great. And uh, and that was just wild. And it was so much fun that day. And uh, I ran the five mile that morning and then got on the float. <laughs> you ran a five mile and then had to play a show. <laughs> yeah, and it was the long parade. They did it before they shortened it. And so we played, I think we got on the float at like nine and then you got to wait. And then we got off the float at like 4.30 in the afternoon. And but that was the best, and there ended up being over a hundred thousand people there. So I was like, check that off my bucket list play in right. front of a hundred thousand people. Why mm-hmm. not? 
that was a good one. I agree. I, I think that um, sometimes the stuff on your bucket list is stuff that you didn't realize you should have put on your bucket list until you get there. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, this is great. I need to do more of this. So mm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I this summer I... Um, I have been asked to play on the Budweiser stage for um, Wisconsin State Fair, so that should be pretty exciting. So nice, way yeah, to go! Yeah, yeah. So, so over the years, Colin, um, you know, uh, what do you think you've learned? For me, it looking back, you know, I have a longer career because I'm just plain older, Colin. But looking back, I you know there's a lot of things that I, sh- you know, if I had done this or if I had done that, things would have turned out differently. Do you have some things that maybe if you had a chance to do it again, would you have done differently or things along the way that you learned that you didn't think you would learn? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm trying uh, to ask the good ones. <laughs> I'd say obviously quite a bit. The biggest ones, I'd say there's a couple. The first one, for going back to getting my own PA, is I would tell that to anybody who's starting out. It's like, get get something so that you don't have to show up and then be like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't I didn't think about this part. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, get some gear to project so that you can play in, in a fair amount of places. Now, and then- I know you had one, that, is it, a, is it a Soundcraft? Is that what the name of it or? Oh yeah, the the head. I got the Soundcraft head. Yeah, yeah. Was that one of the first ones you got? Yeah. Yeah, I think me too. So yeah, that's why I remember that because I think I had the same one. And I underpowered my speakers. There was a whole thing. Like then I had to learn about how to actually properly do sound. But it, nothing else though. I still had something. Mm-hmm. And then one part of my life that if I could do it all over again, I went to Greenville College for two years. They had a great uh, recording degree and contemporary Christian music degree and a lot of like I think Jars of Clay came, came from that school and they had a lot of budding musical acts so I went down there thinking this is it I'm gonna get in a band and we're sure. gonna you know do the whole thing but my I don't know where my head was at I was 20 yeah and I was so used I hate to say it but I think I had the big fish in a small pond syndrome of being a little prairie machine high school to go to Greenville and then I didn't put myself out as much as I could have or should have. Mm-hmm. And so uh, two years and nothing was really clicking. I did play with a, a newish Christian band called Elise for a while, playing drums for them. And that was really fun. But then it just came to kind of a grinding halt. Mm-hmm. And I came back home and just was like, I just need to reassess and pick a direction. So yeah. I think that would be that would be it. And it's a lesson I need to keep learning, which is, you know, you can have creativity and you can have all these ideas for writing songs but at the end of the day you just need to do it yeah put yourself out yeah. there, which is again a constant struggle for me and i hope to get better at it someday and waiting for things to click but yeah i think it's just like you just need to do it yeah don't you think that we hold ourselves back so much because either we think we're not good enough or we have these voices in our head from other people telling us what we're you know it's not possible or we can't achieve this or maybe we're asking for too much you know how many times have i done that you know maybe my goals are just too big you know or you know we, we have have these little things that we tell ourselves all the time so that we never really achieve our true potential and uh, constant, like yeah like a constant fear of, of of whatever it changes all the time but the biggest mm-hmm. thing is 
is uh, with writing some of my own songs, we just put together a video demo for my band. And something I've learned is it really gives you a leg to stand on. And it feels like it gives you more validity. So like we would ask for gigs and then be like, well, we're, you know, what video examples do you have? And it would just be like piddly scraps of things that were good, but they weren't professional at all. Mm -hmm. And so now that I have some video samples and some credentials, like now I feel again, like before, just more validated and asking for bigger, bigger opportunities and pursuing them. Sure, sure. But sure. you just got to do it. Just do it. That's. It sounds like somebody said that that slogan before somewhere. It's yeah. familiar. I know. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Yeah. You should try to trademark that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. So, um, hey. So, all right. So now's the big question, and and um, I think about this all the time. Uh, when you first started we all have our expectations you know we all have what we really expect to happen man i was going to be a rock star by wednesday you know mm -hmm. and um and then now after after all the years you've been doing it now you look back and you say okay maybe i didn't become a rock star by wednesday maybe i had to readjust or maybe i had to rethink things um what were your expectations in the beginning versus how it really turned out and um, and has it made you less apt to try new things or or more apt to try new things i suppose uh my expectation in the beginning was yeah i wanted to i wasn't even like going to college just didn't even feel like the right thing to do but um at the time it was it was the pressure by society and some other musicians too were telling me like you have to get a degree in something just mm -hmm. just do it or else you'll you know you'll end up in a job that you you won't be able to make it. Mm -hmm. And so that influenced me enough. But then I thought, well, I'm not going to teach for a while. I'm just going to go play in a band for a while and or I'll go work on a cruise ship or something. Mm -hmm. I think I gave myself a lot of options just being a hermit while I was growing up and like learning the drum set and finding my passion there and then learning guitar and then transferring that to bass and now being able to not you know, I'm a master of none, but it's nice to have several different options depending on who's looking for musicians. And that's mm -hmm. been really fun over the years. But I, yeah, where I thought it was going to be, I thought I was going to be touring and just playing rock and roll and, and not being super famous, but just like making it and yeah. and being okay. And like I look up to you, Scott, because I feel like you've you've found that mark. And I, I think about it all the time. It's like, that's cool. Um, well, you know, what? I, I think that what I've thought is my definition of making it, I guess, is different now, you know? Okay. When, when I was younger, I suppose when I was 20, making it meant, you know, being on the stage, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, being that rock star. And now every show I do, I can tell a story, I can sing a song, I can entertain more than just sing and when i see the looks on the faces of the people at my shows i know i'm in the right place and i'm doing the right thing to me that's that's making it you know mm -hmm. i i can do enough shows each year that i can support myself and mm -hmm. and i absolutely love it i probably travel more than i should 
Uh, but my kids have grown, so I can get away with that. Um, but I, abs- you know, absolutely love meeting people along the way. And to me, that's that's making it. Now, if for some reason something hit and all of a sudden, it, you know, it really started going for me, that's great. But I've already had amazing opportunities. I've already been on Oprah Winfrey. I've already been in a Super Bowl commercial and all those other things. And, and all those things are great things for a resume. But at the end of the day, I still have to look myself in the mirror and say, am I happy with who I am now? You know, and to me, that's making it. So, can I share something along that line, really quick? Sure. Too, is I look back, and for anybody listening who might be feeling frustrated that things aren't happening faster, one thing that I think about constantly is like, well, maybe I'm a firm believer in like all things in due time. And I feel like back in the day, had I hit some amount of success beyond, you know, or even beyond my wildest dreams. But had it, would I have been able to, would I have been mature enough to Absolutely. appreciate it Absolutely. and handle it? And not, because there's so many sad stories with bands that just, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a lot of growing up to do. So yeah, yeah. I, it, maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> I, I, sure. No, I, I say the same thing. You know, honestly, if I had gotten fame when I was 20 years old and my songs wouldn't have the same meaning and the same depth that they do now. So, you know, I I think that my experience makes my music even better. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Colin, for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. This was was really fun. Give me a lot to think about. Well, great. Well, I, I hope I'm famous by Wednesday. (laughs) Best of luck to you. All right, thanks. Take care, buddy, and have a good night. You too. All right, bye-bye. Well, that was Colin Marshall. I will post on my Facebook page for Holiday Road more information about Colin if you'd like to see one of his shows sometime or where to find him. Uh, So thank you so much for coming on out, Colin. Next up on Holiday Road will be a segment called Songwriter Showcase. You'll be showcasing today a song from your host, Scott Wilcox, and a song from Colin Marshall. Sponsoring this episode of Holiday Road are the technology gurus at Creative Computers. Creative Computers of Tomo, Wisconsin provides professional and affordable computer sales and service. They offer free diagnostics and assessments of all repairs. They specialize in desktops, laptops, and gaming consoles. Creative Computers has expanded their selection of cables, adapters, and hard-to-find replacement parts. Call Creative Computers of Toma at 608-567-0098 and visit their website at creativecomputers.biz. I wanted to be able to do a podcast where I could share my original music as well. I'm going to share one of my songs usually each episode and then I'll try to share a song from another artist. So this song is a song that's I'm kind of become an iconic Scott Wilcox song. But it's also the name of this podcast, and so I thought it was a great place to start. This is a song I wrote called Holiday Road about the neighborhood where I live. Summer wind down a long country road Americana blues singing soft and low My mind keeps time with a daffodil to the rhythm and rhyme of a whippoorwill. Up in the Midwest, you find a great place to go. You pick.
pick up a guitar and watch the corn grow. Sitting on the front porch, sipping on a cup of joe. Way down on holiday road. Way down on holiday road. Don't need no cell phone, no wireless internet. But we play a game of euchre that you never will forget. You get at your guitar and you play till the fire glows. Way down on holiday road. Made in America with some rock and soul. We got a little bit of cheesehead and some good old Creole. We got a little bit of some Motown with some Chicago blues. Then you mix it up with a glass of wine and a bottle of booze. And you got, hey, holiday road. Oh, holiday don't need a Ferrari when you got an ATV. If you think your fire pit is the hottest place to be, when a hot looking pickup sends you in an overload, you're down on Holiday Road. Way down on Holiday Road. If they're calling you a redneck or a hayseed or a hick, Find your way to our place and you're feeling mighty quick. We'll give you an escort riding on the rhino. Way down on Holiday Road. Made in America with some rock and soul. We got a little bit of cheesehead with some good old Creole. Little bit of some Motown with some. Chicago blues, then you mix it up with a glass of wine and a bottle of booze, and you got hey, hey, holiday road. Oh, holiday road. As promised, here's a song called Dark Figures by Colin Marshall. Reality 
Natural Connection, a proud sponsor of the Holiday Road Podcast. 
Located at 1012 Superior Avenue, Tomo, Wisconsin, your best stop for all your alternative health needs. They have organic foods, supplements, and lots of earth-friendly gift ideas. Not to mention a great lunch menu and the best coffee in town. Check it out. Natural Connection. Well, believe it or not, that's all we have for this episode of Holiday Road. Thanks for being our first listeners. I hope you share it with all your friends. And Next episode, we'll have a guest appearance from Julica Rose Kelly. She appeared on American Idol. She's been on the big screen and much more. Look for our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can also see my website at scottwilcox.com and check out our podcast Facebook page at Holiday Road. I hope you join us way down on Holiday Road. <laughs>